welcome to episode 21 away from being more episodes than the Parkrun show. My name is Mel. I am co-host of the Parkrun Adventurers with Scotty Trickett. Scotty, welcome to this episode. Thanks, Mel. 21 to go. That's my goal at the moment. Day, I tell you what, didn't get a flood of emails looking to replace me last week. You didn't? No. Oh, I, I, I had a couple of direct messages with some ideas for um, other replacements, but they're not the kind that I really want to pass on and you might be offended. Oh, so. No. <laughs> now I'm really interested. What did they say? Let's air, let's no. air our dirty laundry. No, no, I don't want to crush you in front of all our listeners. <laughs> they weren't complimentary. I was – I, but I would like it noted for the record that I – uh, was staunch in my defence of you as a co-host, Scotty. Okay, well, we are definitely picking this up off air and um, <laughs> I'm still going to record the conversation and put it at the end of this episode for those who, oh, really? who are interested. <laughs> what a great way to start episode 166. Um, well, all it says to me is that you need to, to stick around and, and somebody obviously still listens all the time anyway. Geez, I'm I'm shaking. I'm shaking. <laughs> no need to be. I know. Shaken, I know. People, I know. I've got enemies, and I know people don't like me. But to plot behind my back and to approach my co-host, my friend, Mel. Irby. Well, you just put it out there that you were, you had some suggestions. Uh, you were looking yeah. for suggestions. So if you're brave or, enough, um, come to me. Don't go behind my back, people. <laughs> anyway, let's move on from this. <laughs> Let's move on to this. To more positive news, Mel. Give me some. <laughs> more positive some. news? Um, <laughs> well, Scotty, it, positive news is for you that I am not an extra notch up the most events list behind you. I was at home and look, even though I had intended to increase my V index, I wasn't able to because of a late last minute switcheroo on the roster so I ended up doing something that wasn't going to contribute towards it so let, let's go back to you where were you on Park Run Day on Saturday? Well look I've taken full advantage of you not being able to visit new events and participate in Park Run and for another what five more weeks four more weeks? Well yeah yeah I'm, I think I might start walking them anyway. Okay Ignore doctor's orders. Always good. <laughs> Always good advice. Hey, I'm a runner at heart. You know, isn't that what we all do? We ignore doctor's orders and then prolong our our recoveries and returns to running. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I go for a run at the moment, afterwards my ankle is on fire. Mm. But I'm just – everyone's saying, go see a physio, go get a check out. No need if you that do time. that, they'll tell you not to run. So just don't do it. Yeah. Well, that's my thing. It goes away. Like the pain does go away. <laughs> do I want to know how long it takes or what you have to do to make it go away? About 24 hours. Okay. Yeah, and then I'm ready to run again and, and so. But I tell you what, I went I, – so I got I took advantage of you and I took myself, all by myself, out to Sunbury Park Run. The thinking behind going to Sunbury is that my family had already been there. So it was always this – bone of contention when we were planning new events because it's almost it's it's almost my nendi but we could never go there because Ivana and Kasha had been there 
But this week I and knew didn't want repeat. Exactly, exactly. So they weren't Cheeky. they weren't coming this week because of various illnesses and injuries. Um, they're sensible, and <laughs> I headed out to Sunbury. And let me tell you, Mel, it was an absolute cracker. I really enjoyed it. One of my better parkrun mornings I've had for a long time. Great course, uh, great company, lots of parkrunners there that I knew. Well, not lots, a few. Um, so there was lots of parkrun chat to be had. But here's my thing. I'm, I'm going to have not a rant. I'm just going to have a maybe a whinge. This is going to be um, Scott's whinge. So when you hear – so the locals down here in Melbourne, when they talk about Sunbury, it's a bit like Westerfolds. The first thing you hear is, oh, they've got a hill. Oh, if you run Sunbury, you've got to run up the hill. And my whinge is for people to stop mentioning the damn hill because the hill goes for about – Maybe a hundred meters. Let's let's be you know, generous and say two hundred meters. So for two hundred meters, yes, you are running uphill. For four thousand eight hundred meters, you've got a beautiful park run to experience. I don't know why people keep focusing on this hill. Well, one might argue for five thousand meters, you've got a beautiful park run experience because they're not afraid of hills. You do, you do. I, I'm running up it, and I had to ask one of the locals. I said, "Is this the hill?" <laughs> It's a hill, like it's an incline, but it's not brutal. It does have, it goes around the corner and has a little bit of an extra kick at the end, but it's okay to walk. I was cruising, people were walking, I stopped for a walk up the top of the hill because that just seemed to be the thing to do where I was, and you get up to the top of the hill, you've got this great view over Sunbury, which is a little bit regional, so you can see countryside, you can see the township below, um, there's a you go into this little, there's a little nook, so you, you veer off in to do this extra loop, obviously to make up the distance, but it's really clever because you run by a, a homestead and some a lake and there's some wild geese who, I think they were eyeing me off. They, they saw me and they thought, I'm going to go for this bloke. I'm going to miss the 50 people that had run before and they made a beeline for me, but um, they were too slow on this occasion. Um, but there's ducks and it's really nice. Um, the rest of the course is on a, a trail, shared bike path sort of situation, and you finish on a bridge. So you come up a little the rise that you go down at the start, and then you, you finish on this nice fancy stone, blue stone bridge. Ticks all the boxes for a ticket. It was a great course. I'm, I'm, I'd go far as saying it's one of the best courses I've run in terms of just going out for a run. Um, so, oh, there you go. Yeah, but and it, and praise. it's. Well, it's interesting because all I'd heard about Sunbury was the damn hill and nobody had actually talked about how beautiful the rest of the, the course was to run. Um, so that's my that's what I want people to stop focusing on. We get it at Westerfolds. We do a beautiful lap around a, a park filled with kangaroos running alongside a creek, surrounded by greenery. All you hear is birds chirping and all I ever hear about people talking about Westerfolds is the hill. Do you think, though, that's just kind of human nature? Like, you can have a magnificent day. You, you've you just had nothing but positive experiences and exchanges with people, and one person, you know, says something nasty yep. or is an idiot on the roads, and it can just really tarnish the whole rest of your day, and that's what people tend to focus on. We, we focus on the negatives instead of the positives. Of course it is, Mel. Of course, we all do it. We all do it. We put a Facebook post up. We get 400 people saying how awesome it is, but we focus on the one person who's complaining about something. We all do it. I'm saying I'm not saying that it's not human nature. I'm saying we need to just 
flip our thinking a little bit and always think of the positives, which is what I'm trying to do in life at the moment. So we need to flip our thinking. Okay. So what you're saying is that this morning when I baked banana muffins and I forgot to put the milk in and didn't have quite enough banana, it's okay (laughs) because they still are edible. Technically, I'm not going to poison anyone. You're not. And you've got maybe perhaps a beautiful crumble to work with that maybe you could spread over something like a... Or I could crumble through ice cream. Exactly. Exactly. Who wants banana muffins? For a bit of crunch. I'd much prefer banana crumble through ice cream or over a, a apple and rhubarb sort of pastry thing. That sounds nice. All the mm. fruits. I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> anyway, that was my whinge for the week. My takeaway is, people, if you're in the vicinity of Sunbury, go there. Don't be put off by the hill and go back if you enjoy it. Especially if it means you get one more event up on Mel on the most events list. It's next to a winery as well. Ooh. You had me at next to a winery. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't you lead with that, Scotty? You needn't have mentioned the hill. (laughs) Yeah. Um, look, I didn't go to the winery. I ducked off and um, had a coffee and savouries in a local cafe. But That was probably more responsible, especially as you were on your own. Yeah, it's 8.30 in the morning too. Yeah, that's okay. I like the idea of it being next to a winery. but It's 10 a.m. somewhere in the world. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. So that was my parkrun morning. Well, I'm glad to hear you enjoyed it. And, man, you're making me – I'm going to have to work for it, aren't I, the rest of this year? You are, yeah. Yep. That's all right. I do like a challenge. We're all park runners and we follow the news religiously, and we might have heard the term social prescribing pop up in the last year or so what does it mean well let's let's find out what it means so we're going to chat to a keen park runner dr andrea lung from albert melbourne welcome to the park run adventurers thank you for having me scott now just to get the qualifications on the table first you are a, a proper real life doctor yes i am i'm a qualified general practitioner great and you're a doctor who has been socially prescribing already. Can you can you explain what exactly that means? Well, I think everyone knows about um, prescribing in the general sense. Uh, I think everyone recognises that GPs generally write prescriptions for certain conditions. Um, social prescribing to me is more about building social connections for patients by referring them to various social and physical activities um, of which parkrun is um, you know fills that brief perfectly yep so this is moving away from the traditional i go see a doctor you write me a script to go get a drug to make everything better what does it actually look like when you socially prescribe something to a patient well it's not something i actually uh, think about at the time but it's obviously something that comes up in conversation when i'm talking about various therapies on how to manage a condition um, I mean, it, as I've already said, that generally patients sort of think that they go to a doctor to get prescriptions for, you know, to treat their conditions. But um, I'm into practicing holistic medicine and feel that uh, traditional therapies are, uh, or Western-based medicines aren't the only way to treat condi- certain conditions. 
Um, I think that lifestyle interventions have um, just as important a role to play in managing many health conditions out there, including you know, improving cardiovascular conditions, mental health, cancer, you name it. And what do you, what do your patients generally think when you when you suggest they go to parkrun? Well, I am a little bit selective about talking about parkrun. Um, I think you've got to choose your moment and choose your patient. Um, generally, I think I just uh, get a sense of uh, what might be important to them. Uh, for example, if they're feeling a little bit socially isolated. Um, I think parkrun is a really good opportunity just to build on social connections. If they're sort of a little bit unfit or, you know, uh, trying to lose weight because they've got diabetes, for example, I might refer them to parkrun as a way of actually increasing their physical physical activity. So, um, it, but as I said, I, I am quite selective. It's not something that I sort of bring out at every consultation. It might not be appropriate, um, but... Uh, you know, it does come up reasonably frequently. I mean, a lot of my patients know that I'm a runner myself. So, uh, you know, and I like bringing that into some of my consultations. And uh, I think it's always a perception that, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't, you know, because you're not overweight. And, you know, but I explain to them that I actually do run quite a lot um, and that keeping fit's really important for my physical and mental health. So uh, I think that just com- that comes up naturally in my consultation. And then, Sometimes it can springboard into something like talking about parkrun. And what about in your practice and amongst your colleagues? Is there much awareness of this or? About social prescribing or parkrun? Yeah, yeah no, no, it's more, more specifically social prescribing. Um, look, I probably think that most doctors, when you ask them, would say that they do socially prescribe, but not necessarily parkrun. Uh, I've got a couple of colleagues who... Uh, go to parkrun quite regularly so I think they talk about it uh, amongst their patients but uh, yeah it's not something as I said I think a lot of doctors would say that they socially prescribe to other you know activities but not necessarily parkrun but I'm changing that at the moment Uh, I've been doing a little bit of um, uh, promotion at work at the moment about parkrun Uh, I've been a little bit more vocal in trying to uh, promote parkrun to my colleagues and uh, anyone I know basically love it what can parkrun do to help in this area what what do you think parkrun needs to do to help other GPs start prescribing it more regularly that's an interesting question I've I've been thinking more about um, what can I do to uh, as a GP to try and um, I think it's I think you'd be surprised at the amount of doctors who actually do go to parkrun and I think parkrun should uh, be raising awareness like they have with me uh, about you know I mean, it's not hard to convert uh, doctors who already go to parkrun and actually talking about parkrun because um, we're actually already passionate about it. So I think we should be garnering, you know, um, a bit of interest amongst the doctors who already go to parkrun um, and get them to maybe speak to their local bodies uh, or official bodies. Um, I've been doing a bit of reading actually about the experience in the UK and that's essentially what happened. Um uh, a lot of doctors who are already going to park runs were, um, you know, with this park run initiative, were then actually encouraged to go and speak to uh, their, you know, practices or hospitals or whatever to actually um, partner with park runs. So I just think, I suppose, from a park runs perspective, just be open to uh, establishing these relationships with 
GP practices or hospitals, um, make it easy for, uh, you know, patients to actually uh, come along and make them feel welcome. And this Saturday you're doing a bit to help the cause amongst your colleagues and you're going to do a takeover down at Albert Melbourne. Um, what is that? What is that going to look like and what are you expecting to happen on Saturday? I'm hoping that um, by taking over Albert Melbourne Park Run that uh, we'll in general just raise awareness about the benefits of Park Run uh, and also raise awareness about uh, social prescribing. So um, to that end, I've uh, done a bit of a social media campaign. I've hopefully going to be in the local paper and I've just been lobbying a lot, anyone I know basically through work, through my connections, through my local primary school to try and come along and just support, trying to get a lot of new newbies along as well just so that they, you know, will see what it's like um, and hopefully be surrounded by a lot of my friends um, who are both medical and non-medical uh, and speak to them about just, you know, how amazing Parkrun can be. I mean, I just love that it's a, you know, a free weekly community event that just brings people together from so many different backgrounds so and as I said I feel that if someone just gets to park run they it will be hard for them not to come back so as I said I've managed to get a lot of people that I know who've never been to say they're going to come along so just hoping uh yeah as I said just want to raise some awareness so um managed to get I mean Albert's quite a big park run so I think we need about 20 volunteers at least so I've managed to I managed to in about two days get 20 people on board so that just shows you I think a lot of my friends who are just as passionate about park run who just wanted to really spread that message. Do you talk about so one of your patients comes in and says no I can't do 5k I can't even walk 5k do you talk about the other how they can be involved in parkrun and the benefits that they can get from volunteering and? Absolutely, I think as I said, I, I think uh, when I think about it, some of the best things I love about parkrun is just the social connections that I've made. Um, I love volunteering actually. I'm actually up to fourteen at the moment, um, and uh, yeah, I just love volunteering. I think it's it's a great way to meet other people. Um, yeah, it's a great way to make social connections. So and and. As I said, you don't even need to run um, or walk. You know, I, I really like telling people it's not about running. You know, you can walk it. We have tail walkers. You're never going to be the last person. Um, I also love the social catch-up afterwards. I mean, Albert's so big, so we tend to have different places where people go, but there's still that opportunity for p- new people to uh, go and uh, speak to other like-minded individuals. So I often, if I know that someone's new to the area and just trying to, you know, build some social connections, I'll often recommend the local park run. The president, who's in charge down there at Albert Melbourne, he said, don't forget to ask Andrew about her running because she's quite an accomplished runner, someone who's perf- who has run at four major marathons and looking to tick off the all of them. You'll, you've done a bit of running. Yeah, I have done a bit of running. I also did have an extended break. I think I had about a six or seven year break uh, while I was trying to get pregnant with my now five year old daughter. So, um, yeah, I started running quite informally actually, probably a while ago. Um, didn't run my first marathon until about two thousand and four, um, and then slowly clocked up a few. But majority of my marathons have been run since two thousand and fifteen. Um, and that was uh, probably a couple of years after my daughter was born. Um, and, 
I always, I think even when I first started running, I always thought about running New York. I think it's always the one that people think about when they think about doing one marathon. Um, and uh, I was successful enough to, I went, I got through a ballot entry. So, and uh, I was sort of hooked from that time on trying to run the majors. So I think in a very short period of time, I ran New York, Tokyo, uh, Berlin, and I've just completed Boston in um, April. So I uh, just got two more to go. And uh, yeah, no, I think big city mar- marathons are just, uh, it's until you've done one, you, you yeah, you're, you're no, you're just hooked because uh, they have the, you know, the most amazing atmospheres, um, you know, thousands of people on the side cheering your name. I, I often describe it as being like one big run party. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I just love it. So you've got two more to go. So you're missing Chicago and London. I'm guessing you've already made plans to tick them off? Informally, I've told my husband. Uh, I like to give him a bit of warning that I'm going to be doing these things. Uh, occasionally giving him a bit of a surprise. You know, I've entered a couple of ballots and just thought, oh, well, if I don't get through, I won't tell him. Um, but uh, this time around I've given him plenty of warning. Uh, so, yeah, I've, I've tentatively told him I'm planning to run Chicago next year and London the following year. So I know I can get a guaranteed entry for Chicago and London. I think I'll just I'll, I'll pay to run that one because I, you know, I think everyone tells me that London's probably one of the best that you can run. Well, it'll be the end of the journey. It'll be well worth it. Um, Andrea, thanks so much for coming on, having a chat to me this week all about social prescribing and your running, and good luck on Saturday. I'm sure you'll have a great time and help spread the word of parkrun far and wide. Thank you so much, Scott, for allowing me to uh, talk about social prescribing. G'day Parkrun Adventurers, g'day Scotty, g'day Mel, it's Lyndall and I'm reporting in today back on the front lines, I'm out on the coalface again lodging a roving report this morning from Gainsborough Greens Parkrun. Now Gainsborough Greens is um, south of Brisbane, north of the Gold Coast in a little pocket of southeast Queensland that's really coming ahead with lots of new housing development. So now I've lobbed up here on Kids Takeover Day so I'm going to go for a run and um, chat to some of the volunteers afterwards. All right, now I've been for my run. Now I'm going to say a special thank you to Alyssa who was the run director today because she did a briefing um, and she did such a good job, I didn't get lost. So well done, Alyssa. What's your secret? Um, well, I just, it was my first time, so I just wrote it all down and make sure I had, like, everything I was going to write. But I was, like, really, really nervous. <laughs> you, did, you didn't look nervous. Oh, well, I just smile. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good trick. Now, I have it on good authority that you practised as well. Yeah, so last night I was practising in front of my mum and she just kept videoing me. I'm like... Ah, oh, so there's evidence. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I did one practice and then she videoed me and I'm like... <laughs> well, yeah, just like, I don't know. Well, the practice worked. You did a great job. Now, Bella, what was your job today? I was barcode scanning, which was kind of hard because, like, there's so many people coming in and out, like, through the table. Like, I have to scan the your 
the card and then the other card and it's like hard to like figure out which card to go first. It's actually challenging at first I had to do it but I got through it. I reckon you did and it feels hard because it's important right? Yeah it's very important <laughs> like because you don't want to mess up at all which yeah, I didn't. So much results. No. Yeah, no. You know what I always think to myself when I'm volunteering? If I stuff it up you can just give everyone's money back. Mm-hmm. But you don't they, they don't have to pay money. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you just give them a smile. Sorry. Yes. I think that's a big smile goes a long way, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, what have you enjoyed about today volunteering? Maybe like I like helping out with people like because it's you can help people out like with like a little smile or like a big thing with group of people and I had fun because then like it's like a little job that you can like go home and be proud of to help people out. Excellent and what about you? Um, I really enjoyed it because like it was a new expe- like, um, experience like standing up in front of everybody coming. I was like ah, <laughs> hi, hi. Yeah. Like it was, it was hard. Yeah. yeah. Like standing up in front of everybody and talking yeah even though i like to talk it's still hard (laughs) but you guys both did it so high fives and thank you for talking to me this morning well done thank you (laughs) good job beautiful people good job (laughs) all right i have caught up with our tail walker from today her name's jess how are you going today Good, very good. I'm puffed out. You pardon? Puffed out. You're puffed from tail walking? Yeah, I am a bit. <laughs> Do you usually come to Park One? Uh, yeah, pretty well every week, whether I'm helping or whether I am uh, running or sometimes I'm just here socially. Socially? Ah, so what do you like about Park Run socially? Um, I like... I like everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I like everyone's support and I like talking to people. Yeah. Excellent. Um, and what did you like about tower walking today? Um, I'm not sure, but I think I like cheering people on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And did you get lots of people saying good day to you out there? Uh, yeah, normally. <laughs> and you must like that if you like the social aspect of parkrun. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Um, and so when you run, do you like running? Uh, yes, I'm, I've gone a bit slow in the running recently, but I, I'm picking it up now. Yeah. Well, it's because it's winter, it's cold. No yeah. one can move in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, so what's next for you on Park Run Front? I'm not sure yet, <laughs> um, but something. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. More volunteering? Yeah, probably. More running? Yes. And more tail walking? Maybe. <laughs> what do you like volunteering that's not tail walking then? Um, normally it would be barcode scanning or token giver outer. Yeah. yeah. They're good jobs too, hey? Yeah. But you tried something different today, so that must have been fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for talking to me today. High five for volunteering. And I'll see you another time. Thank you. <laughs> Alrighty, last but certainly not least, 
I'm talking to today's photographer, Daniel. How are you today? Good. And how did you go today? Um, I think I did well at taking photos of people that finished. Well, we'll know pretty soon, won't we? It's a very public role, a photographer. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody goes on Facebook and looks for their photos, hey? Yes. <laughs> so good on you for giving that a go. Have you volunteered before here? Uh, no, I haven't. So how did you like it? Uh, it was fun. Yep, something different? Yeah. And you usually run here? Yeah, I usually run here. And what do you like about running? Um, I like running because it's fun and it's something that you can do a lot. Yep. So you come here every week? Yeah. Drag your mum and dad along? No. <laughs> they drag you along? Mm, sometimes. <laughs> All right. And what do you like about Park Run? Um, well, I like the course on how it's not just straight lines and it's not got massive hills, so it's not really hard, but it is a bit challenging. That's a really good description of the course, hey? And it's two laps, so lots of high fives. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for talking to me today, Daniel. And thank you so much for, for, for photographing us all today. High five. I'm pretty confident that the photos are going to be awesome. Okay, thank you. <laughs> all righty, Scotty, Mel, this is Lyndall. And I'm calling out a wrap from Gainsborough Greens Park Run um, on Kids Takeover Day. What a terrific day to be here. So much fun. Um, that's it. That's Lyndall out reporting and checking in for the Channel 5 News crew. Howdy park runners, it's Toc reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. We're at East Coast Park Run today in hot and humid Singapore. It's another day of stumidity. Uh, we're just walking up towards the park run after a bit of a uh, taxi debacle where our taxi driver had no idea which way to go. But uh, we think we've found the park run. There's uh, Looks like some people gathering up ahead, so hopefully we've made it there in time. We'll check in later after the park run. Cheers, guys. Howdy, guys. It's Toc. We're at the end of the uh, East Coast park run. I've got to tell you, I'm with a bunch of sweaty runners. It is so hot out there. I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Peter. I'm from London. I'm Lynn from Newey, Australia. Uh, Rosalind from London. Hi, Stuart from Huntington in, in England. Well, guys, what did you think of the course out there? It, um, to me, it, it started off pretty nice with a bit of uh, shade, but uh, when that sun came up, man, oh, man, what do we think? Yeah, so I'm used to a flat park run, so I'm glad it was flat, but I couldn't believe how long it was to get to the flags to turn round. It was just the, so the last, that, that two to four K was an absolute killer. It was until you hit the shade of the trees in that last K, which helped a bit. So uh, give us a bit of your park run background, where are you from, or where you're from, and where did you get into park I'm from North East London, and I've been doing park run for two and a half, three years. I've just done my 111th one today. Arbitrary. And, um, but I'm a slow runner, but I just want to keep going, and today I'm amazed that I actually managed not to stop. That's you actually look like you were running along stop. pretty well. How many different courses have you done? Well, about 20, 20 around uh, the UK, but this is the first one overseas and Singapore, is it? A little bit of an adventurer. And Stuart, how about yourself? Hi, I started park running five years ago. Uh, my particular madness is that I'm a run streaker. So today is my 1,913th day of running 5K every day. So yes, I am completely bonkers. Oh wow, do you do a lot of freedom runs in that? A lot of freedom runs, uh, any excuse to go out and do another park run, 
when people aren't around it's very easy to find the courses and just go and run around parks it's great fun and i'm tipping you've done a couple of countries as well uh this is my third country apart from the uk and scotland which doesn't really count my other one is in, in denmark which is a very similar course to this except yeah. it was a bit colder <laughs> and coming from newey um the home of Robbo and Mossy and all the crew down there. What do you think of the course? Um, it was flat. I'm used to a flat course, but yes, I think it's like the worst Australian summer today. So very hard running, particularly that last K. Yeah, we ran Newey in about April and it was a beautiful little course around the lake, but um, I imagine when it's warm, it's still fairly dry, whereas this is very humid and oppressive. Yeah, it certainly is. There's a few places that you dread and once you get past, you get a bit of a breeze usually. Yeah. And how about you? How'd you what's your parkrun history? How did you get into parkrun? Uh, so I saw some holiday photographs of myself about four years ago and thought, that can't be me. I need to be a lot slimmer than that. Uh, so I stopped uh, having the old glass of wine and that's when I started parkrun. And how many parkruns have you done? Uh, I think today's 125, I think, something like that. And uh, Roslyn, who's my wife, like me, is the first one abroad. Well done. And uh, you picked a nice hot sweaty one to do abroad. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks a lot for the chat. We'll uh, talk later. Howdy, Parkrunners. Talk again. I'm, I'm still here at East Coast. Uh, this time I've got a group of locals with me. I'll let them introduce themselves and uh, give us a bit of your parkrun history. How many runs have you done and how did you start parkrun? Um, hi, I'm Nayana. I I think this is my 56th parkrun. And well, like Philippa here, I think I got into parkrun through my school cross-country coach. So we used to come as a team and then now it's just been something which... We do it as a, almost as a family every Saturday morning. Cool. It's a great family activity, isn't yeah. it? Hi, I'm Charu. Uh, I'm Nayana's mum, and I got inspired to, to join Parkrun because uh, both my daughters were doing it. Yep. And how many runs have you done? I'm close to 50 now. So you're close to the red shirt. shirt. Your daughter's got the red shirt, or it'll be yeah. on its way once they it's uh, on its way. open it up. Yeah, <laughs> on its way. And have you done any other than East Coast? Uh, no, we haven't. Actually, we tried in England, and, and they didn't... No, they had they it, but it was clo it was off that one weekend for a festival. Oh, <laughs> it was annoying. You haven't done like Bashan or West Coast? No. 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 <laughs> Hi, I'm Katja. Um, this is only my fourth run, so I'm a newbie, and I'm just happy that I finished. Uh, so, yeah. It's uh, pretty warm out here, isn't it? It is very warm. <laughs> you see the sweat running down. <laughs> And looking at your top, I, I reckon that's probably a running club or something, is it? Or yeah, a school club? Yeah, so Nayana and I, well, Nayana has graduated, but we were both uh, training with the same team. Yeah. So the school team. Um, I think this is probably my 14th or my 15th run, so yeah. I'm not as committed as some people, but I try to come when I'm waking up early enough. And, and is it like this every week here? Is it this warm? Yes. More or less. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You did Perth a while ago. Yeah, I, run it, I did a park run in Perry Lakes in Perth. Oh, Perry Lakes, yep, yep, been over to there. Well done. And so uh, the number of tourists here today, is this about standard? There's, when they called out for tourists, there were people from Australia, South Africa, yeah. the UK. Um, New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, quite normal. Usually, in fact, there's more locals than there, are, there were today. But Last week, there was a huge amount of tourists. I think that was the first time that I think tourists might have surpassed locals. Uh, but um, I think this was pretty standard. Yeah. I thought with the football on this weekend, there might have been a few more tourists in town for that. <laughs> yeah. We did one in New Zealand last year with the World Cup on for rugby. Oh, oh right. And when they asked for tourists, it was just like the whole, whole crowd <laughs> put their hand up. 
Oh, guys, it's a lovely little run. I love the out and back bit and seeing people coming back. But, uh, man, I'll be happy to get back to uh, eight or nine degrees next week. <laughs> Good luck. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Thank you. Great to hear Lyndall's voice again after so long. A week and talk. <laughs> Good old talk. He struggles in the heat, doesn't he? He went over to Malaysia and Singapore, and I think he's probably looking forward to getting back to Inverloch. But it's winter. really muggy over there. Like, yeah. the temperature notwithstanding, it's difficult to run in that sort of humidity. But you know what? Um, and this is something I've heard a few times before. People getting dropped at the wrong spot by their taxi drivers for East Coast Park Run. Do you reckon the taxi drivers there are all savvy about it now and do it on purpose? To milk the tourists out of some extra coin. Yeah. Probably. Or just to be, well, just to be cheeky. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> not sure. I'm not sure if Parkrun has infiltrated the taxi driver culture just yet. Like whenever I get into a taxi these days or an Uber, I always try mm-hmm. and bring Parkrun into the conversation. And I don't think one driver has ever said, oh, yeah, I know about Parkrun. Maybe one. But oh. yeah, I think we need to do a better job. Communicating to the taxi oh, well, drivers see, I, of the world and that demographic. I I don't get in a Uber very often, but the last time I did, I was in Melbourne, and he was from South Africa originally, and he knew all about parkrun. But yes, like you, I do try to get it into the uh, <laughs> conversation somehow. I mean, parkrun's big in Melbourne. Almost, you could say it's the centre of parkrun. In Australia. Oh, really? Who who Just would me say at that? This stage, but if I keep saying it. <laughs> It might be true. It might be true. Yep. Eventually. Um, And talk caught up with some tourists. So we've got some British voices on there for our British listeners so they can feel at home this week. Say that 10 times fast. British listeners, British listeners. Okay. And I think we should have a drum roll, Mel. For the the very final call out for launches and anniversaries. Or are we still going to call out the launches? Yeah, but this is just, this is it. Yeah, we'll still do launches. For anniversaries. Okay. All right. Well, we don't even have any launches this week anyway, so that makes it more special for the anniversaries. All righty then. Are you going to are you going to put a drum roll in or do we have to go to bit a 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 bing? That was good, but this is better. All right. So, Bathurst in New South Wales are celebrating this weekend. Christie's Beach, South Australia. Cleland also in South Australia. Cleland? Cleveland. Cleveland. Well, it's only got one E. I'm saying Cleveland. Okay. Like the, or maybe it's Clayland, like the Leyland brothers, or is that spelled differently too? They're old enough now, we should know how it's pronounced. Yeah, I just think we needed to mispronounce something in the last time we do this. <laughs> Coomera in Queensland. Maribara in Queensland. And Weeper in Queensland. And what a tragedy. No Victorian anniversaries this week. Maybe we might drag it out. One more week. No, we won't. So I can mention uh, an event from the greater state. Maybe not. Well, you mention one of those pretty much every week because that's where you always go, Scotty. So I wouldn't be worried about that. You're still going to get the coverage for Victoria. The centre of Parkrun. (sighs) Okay, moving right along. Hey, so you put the call out for people to nominate new potential co-hosts to replace yourself. I put the call out for people to remind me what was the name of the television show that I couldn't remember uh, that had an Emmett in it. And I did get a couple of people contact me. 
one of whom was Danny Norman himself from With Me Now. And he was indeed correct. It was keeping up appearances. And um, for those who haven't seen the show, and I'm still one of those, but I do have every intention of watching it, uh, the character Hyacinth Bucket or Hyacinth, no, this, I feel like there should be an extra N in there, Hyacinth, but that's not correct. Hyacinth Bucket, pronounced bouquet, I understand, or that's how she pronounces it because she's all posh-like. Uh, her next-door neighbour, Elizabeth, has a brother, Emmett, who moves in with her. However, he doesn't spell it exactly the same way. He only has one T and we have two on our Emmets. Um, but I forgot to mention one of the other movies that somebody um, brought up was the Lego movie. Chris Pratt's character, um, he plays a guy named Emmett too. Once again, only with one T. Um, but I haven't seen the Lego movie. Scotty, you have a child who is of an age who you may have seen the Lego movie. Have you seen it? We did. I have seen the Lego movie. I haven't seen that other one, Keeping Up Appearances. Okay. So I can't help you there, but Lego movie, yeah. So everything is awesome means something to you? It does, yeah, it does. Taco Tuesday means a bit more to me. I think that's from the Lego movie. Oh, uh, Taco Tuesday is just what happens in my house. Well, it's from the Lego movie. Has, has somebody – oh, you know what? That must be the computers and the, the cameras and the, the recording. They're just listening to me talk while I'm walking around in my house. Look, I think it is. It's stealing my ideas. Let me just, let me just Google it. <laughs> Carry on, because that could be awkward. Yeah, but we didn't. We didn't want to see Lego Movie Two. That um, didn't make it to. That didn't make it to your view no, list. No. Have you seen the Lion King remake yet? No. No. Ah, oh, well, my little Emmett got to see his first. Well, he didn't get to see it because he slept all the way through it. We went to the cinema yesterday to catch up on The Lion King and see what was different and, and how it was. And it was really good. I would like to report. I can confirm Taco Tuesday was mentioned in the Lego movie, but I'm not sure if that's the origins of it. Origins of it, okay. Um, sorry, you were saying I was Googling Lego movie? No, Lion King. We're doing a quick review. Lion King, the remake. Yes, it was good. Go see it. There were some laugh out loud moments, even if you've seen the original before, which I'm assuming everybody in the world has. Um, it was still good and, and it was nice to see the little differences that they popped in there as well. Cool. I was eyeing off Toy Story 4, but again, I got told that, no, Daddy, we're a bit too old for that, which left me a bit <sighs> Far out. It's not about you, Carter. I know. <laughs> how can how can she be too old for it, but I can't be? It doesn't. It makes no sense. Yeah. So I'm going to have to wait for that to come on iTunes or whatever Netflix. Maybe when you're up for conference in uh, August, we can go see it together. Because I, I, yeah, I have every intention of seeing it. I don't have a child that's of an age to watch it yet, but I'm going to go anyway, and I'm sure it'll still be showing by yeah, then. I hope so. I hope so. That's a month away. Countdown to our conference. We had Timmy on a couple of weeks ago giving us the lowdown on the UK conference. Go back and listen to that episode, people. One of our most popular. If you yeah, haven't. One of our most popular episodes. So I'm, I, I need to go on public record that I quite often joke about the episode where I was replaced as the co-host bite him and it didn't do as well as we'd hoped in the downloads that's not a, that's not an indication of success people that just tells me how many people downloaded and listened to it but to rectify that situation 
episode 164 or whatever, I think was our most downloaded episode for a long time. Oh, so either go. people would really wanted to hear about the UK conference or love having Timmy back or it just f- fell in that sweet spot of release time, people having more time. Who knows, Mel? The mysteries of... The ups and downs of the downloads. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. So I think that might be it for all the fun that's been had this week, Scotty. Okay. Okay. Now let's pick up a point where we talked about earlier in the episode. Who was this mongrel <laughs> backstabbing me? Would it help if I played the outro music and then you can tell me? I'm not putting it on record, Scotty. <laughs> I, I, yeah, may, maybe we'll have a conversation at a later point. Look, I wasn't even going to bring it up at all except that you remembered and you never remember what we say in previous episodes <laughs> and we're always forgetting to follow up on stuff that we sort of put out there and, yeah, trying to be a bit more conscientious with that nowadays. But still. I think we just need to move on. I think you need to stay as my co-host and not talk about replacing yourself. And then everything will be dandy. How's our Insta account going? (laughs) I haven't posted from there in a while. You know, I think I actually posted on my personal one for the first time in about six months the other day. So maybe we should work on that. I love Instagram, so I think we should let's let's post on Insta this week. Here's a challenge. Let's a throwback to our old challenges. Let's everybody flood Instagram with Parkrun Park Love Run Adventures. Yep, Parkrun Adventures love. So Park make sure you tag Parkrun Adventures because we don't know how much each one is loved now because they've taken away the like count. Oh no! Yep. How are we going to be able to validate ourselves? Well, I think as a, the user can still see, but the public can't. So we know oh, how many people okay. liked it, but <laughs> others don't. All right. So what does this mean? On Saturday, you and I will each post one thing and we'll see who gets more likes. Oh, You yes. and I will see. Is I that like what we're it. doing? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Old-fashioned Mel versus Scott. I'm yet yep. to win one, so come on, people. <laughs> Support me. I do. Well, see, this is the thing, Scotty. I've got the double barrel cuteness of Emmett and Wes now. Mm. So, but I've got something. I've got something cooking for this Saturday, where I think I might be able to to pull off a nice Insta shot. So, okay, okay. You bring on your Insta game, and I will try my best to remember to take a photo <laughs> and post it. <laughs> well, if you don't, that means I'll win by default, and that's yes. fine by me. I'll take any win I can. <laughs> okay, Mel. That's a good attitude to have, Scotty. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm always thinking of the positives. That's what it's all about. You this are. Week. Yep. Turn a negative into a positive. And that's the way it should be. 